Yeah, okay, so basically, like, um, you know, for yourself, you know, you got for the kids, okay. or, like, hashtag for the kids, yes. you know, um, how did that come about? Like, where did that inspiration come from? Um, that was a cool initiative with, um, so we, well, I worked at Kindred, and we partnered up with uh, World Vision Canada, and this was for our mission trip to El Salvador. Initially, it was supposed to be for Nicaragua, but then things fell through, something happened, and it's just not, like, safe for us <clears throat> to go there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because um, one of World Vision's initiative was, um, it's called it's take, It Takes World, and what that means is it takes a world, a village, a community to help save our children um and I, I just resonated with that so much because I feel like the kids in our gener- in our generation are the future so um and in places where they don't have the means of doing that is like super important to go and like shed light in that and spread awareness to it so that's where um for the kids came about and I had no idea, but when we went to El Salvador, that was actually their, like, tagline for Los Niños. Mm. It's for the kids. Oh, that's so And funny. I thought that was so crazy. Um, meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely meant to be. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, so then, yeah, I ended up making pins and a t-shirt. And my hopes is to um, eventually launch a limited edition shirt every year. Um, if not every term, mm-hmm. um, just just to take it back and bring it back to um, uh, World Vision's initiative with that, because I think we might even be doing this trip on a yearly basis. Um, yeah, that's how it came about. <laughs> right. So, what are yeah. the um, like? What are your whys? Like, what what's the you know what's personally for you? Like, what's the purpose? You know, you've uh, kind of explained it, but like I guess like yeah. one of your pillars of of uh if you can dive deeper into like why why exactly are you, are you doing this like is it for yourself is it for you know i think uh a big part of it is just to prove to myself that i can do it um i struggled for years trying to figure out what i wanted to do and like i could totally test to this um i went to school for three years and I went to school for English, and then that entire time I was there, I was jumping from program to program trying to figure out what I was doing, and just wasted so much money, government money, that is, Um, and um, when I finally came to Kindred, I finally figured out that calligraphy was, like, my main thing, and I liked, um, I liked having a message within the calligraphy that would uplift people, and which is why I also like delved into for the kids in general um what else what is my why um I just think it's for me uh just giving people like inspiration to be able to reach for whatever they want whether it's um their big dreams or if it's their little dreams um yeah yeah Yeah. cool and the name for the kids 
how did you come up with that? <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> so our, one of our choreographies, um, it's one of, one that Nathan taught. It's um, to a song called For the Kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. So that's, oh, that's actually that. so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. just everything ties around that just tagline. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool, nice. And um, so thank thanks for sharing by the way. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, like so obviously, like you started something, and mm-hmm. like I'm sure there was like ups and downs and like struggles and uh, stuff like that. At any moment, did you ever like kind of doubt yourself and was like maybe I shouldn't like invest into this? So, at all yeah consistently every day um I think financially it's an issue for me all the time because I'm pretty much putting 100% into this and trying to find gigs and also working odd jobs at the same time and oftentimes I find myself especially doing freelance stuff where I feel like I don't know if I'm qualified for this um but the thing that um someone told me is these people believe in you and they trust you enough so just keep going and mm-hmm. no matter what just keep doing it <laughs> and um yeah I feel like um I feel like it's for me there's an issue where um I was very self-conscious about my work so I try not to post stuff because I'm scared that people won't like it um but I feel like those two are, like, my most mm-hmm. doubtful times mm-hmm. when it comes to money and just being very insecure. Right. Yeah. I think that happens with um, with every, like, young young entrepreneur that's, like, trying to do something, mm-hmm. right? It, it seems to be, always be those two things, like, finance and, yeah. and like, the fear of judgment, yeah. right? Um, would you have done it if, let's say even if if you were having a financial problem, right? Um, or it might not even be a financial problem, but, like, you know, it's just money is a little bit in the way, mm-hmm. right? Um, would you have done it regardless? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if I wasn't surrounded by the right people, I think it would have taken me a little longer to dive into it, but I think I still would have done it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And even with, um, like... Obviously, we come into this, you know, as, you know, as young entrepreneurs, we always think about, like, you know, whether we like it or not, like, we always think about, like, is this going to be good? Like, are we going to like it? Like, you know, that, yeah. that's a thing, right? Yeah. Um, how much of an impact does that actually make in your decision making to go forward with it? You know, does that make sense at all? Yes. Yeah. Like, do you, do you, you know, did it really take a, like, it, let's say, um, like, how am I trying to worry this? Like, I'm trying to say that, like, you know, obviously you, you thought about other people's judgment. Mm -hmm. Do you think like, regardless of that, the magnitude of that judgment would have stopped you from creating this anyways? No, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's more like just do it anyways. It doesn't really matter what people think. Um, and there's also, um, a saying done, not perfect. So like, it doesn't really, again, it really doesn't matter what people think. It's just what it's, it should be what you think of your art, but mm-hmm. that also is like, um, what's the saying? I don't know. It's, it's self. It's, it defeats the purpose or whatever. I don't know. Like it, you're your own worst critic, so you won't post things or like you won't continue to do it. But, um, 
yeah uh, I think I think I still would have done it anyways because it doesn't really matter I would rather like have a lot of people not like my stuff um because I because it, like, yeah like it doesn't it just doesn't matter what they think it matters what I think about my artwork um and somewhere along the line at least one person will like it mm-hmm. and I'll be super okay with that <laughs> for sure um yeah I think that's definitely important to kind of not care. like it's weird to say it right like don't care about yeah. what people think right it's, it's really weird um but at the same time like I think it it has to be that way like if you really want to like get to it right yeah um so no I agree with you for sure and you know okay so like you know what's what would you say to um let's say like someone came up to you you know right now and they're like I don't know like 18 or something like that and they're like I want to do what you're doing mm-hmm. you know I want to I want to be like you <laughs> like yeah. in like a couple yeah. of years right and I want to start something and I want to do it for the right reasons um what do you tell them you know I would say just just go for it with like go for it at 150% because if you're not at le- at at least 110 then you're not it, it'll it'll be doomed to fail but it's okay to experience some sort of failures as you go along cuz that that'll only help you grow and to like not let the the small failures stop you from doing what you really want to do in life um like I would want to tell them to keep practicing your art and perfecting it and learn different avenues to take, whether it's um, like painting, uh, digital, uh, traditional calligraphy, and so forth and so forth, uh, because it'll only like help you out at the end of the day. Um, what else? Um, to take things day by day and to always celebrate your small wins whether it's um completing a task uh, or um finally selling your first artwork um I don't know there's just so much to say um if you were to give it like one sentence in one sentence oh boy like the most important thing you would tell them uh, I would tell them to just never give up and um, never give up and just keep persevering. Uh, that's the same thing. It's cliche, yeah, right? It's cliche. Just never it's give cliche, up. but yeah. it, it's kind of true in my opinion, right? Um, like, what is your take on 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 not giving up? Like, what does that actually mean? It means. Um, like to you like to obviously me. yeah to you yeah um never get it means to not let um the traditional values that your parents give you reflect on me personally uh because i <laughs> <laughs> Because I decided not to follow the traditional, um, what's it called? Like, go to school, get the job, Mm -hmm. 
get married, have kids. <laughs> <laughs> totally just like threw that away. Um, and despite what they think of how I'm like taking on life, it's I'm actually doing better than they thought. Mm-hmm. So that's what giving up, not giving up means to me, just to keep pushing for for the non-traditional things and um, not have like outside perspectives take over my own mm-hmm. in a way where like I continue or in a way where I could like not push forward if that makes sense like, yeah without um, just without like their own thoughts and judgments like invading mine mm-hmm. yeah just a jumble thing so i'm all over that's the deep. place <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty deep yeah yeah but uh, it's true like with it's all, true with our culture it's like yeah actually you know what i probably should have asked this earlier but like why don't you um give like a little bit of background on like who you are where you came from you know just a really brief doesn't have to be too too in, t- in depth but go in depth if you really want to <laughs> okay uh oh, like, oh god that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like what do you want me to talk about? Like, like you know, have you have you been in Canada like your entire yeah. life? You know, have you been in Mississauga your entire right. life? You know, um, like obviously now you're working at Kindred. Yeah. Right. Um, how old are you? You're like I don't even know how old you are. <laughs> I'm twenty. I'm twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're twenty. Yeah. You're twenty six. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I've, Born and raised in Mississauga. Uh, I am the youngest of two. I have an older brother. He's three years older than me. Um, fun fact, my family actually started our family pretty late, which is why my parents are so old school. Um, my mom was around 40 when she had me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I went to... What's it called? What am I trying to say? Um... I, no, okay, screw that. I went to Brock for a little bit. That was where I spent my three years of university. Mm -hmm. And that's where I kind of fell in love with dance again. Um, So that was like three years of my life. I ran the club Lipper Dance for two years. And then figured out I didn't want to do school anymore. Came back home, worked at Starbucks for three years and was a shift supervisor. And towards the tail end of my third year working there um I figured out I loved calligraphy um I was dabbling in it a little bit when I was in university um but I didn't really think much of it yeah so um I splurged and bought my first iPad Pro (laughs) and the Apple Pencil and Mm -hmm. I just started drawing away um and then I quit that, and I wor- started working at Kindred for a little bit. Um, but you're still, still doing, you're still doing calligraphy. I'm still doing calligraphy, yeah, okay. yes, which is cool. Because um, uh, I work front desk Monday to Thursdays at Kindred, and during the span of three hours, I get to do whatever I want, really. Mm-hmm. So that's where I usually practice my calligraphy or, like, work on some commissions. Um, and, yeah. So, like been there and I also recently just got hired as a social media coordinator excuse me at Scars and Strops mm-hmm. which is John's 
uh, barber shop. And they're also gonna hire me full part-time-ish and then full-time as their front desk manager. Nice. Yeah. Which means like I'll be there to actually social media stuff, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm also commissioning some stuff right next door at Iconic. It's all, another barber shop yeah. <laughs> slash academy slash like a scissor retailer. Yeah. Yeah, working on some marketing material for their school and for their site as well. So it seems that like, you know, your kind of journey up till now has been kind of started off because of calligraphy. Yeah. Would you say so? Yeah, yeah. no, I totally agree. Um, I think I got my first like mission from Kindred itself. Like I started, or I didn't start, I created their community jar yeah. and that's, and then it just Kind of took off from kind there. Of, yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Um. What ha- what were what ha- were some of your like biggest challenges with for the kids? Like it could be from anything, like starting it, creating it, logistics, um, getting a site together. Like I don't know what what like for you personally, like you know. Um. It could be just you know internal struggles, like personally. Um, yeah. Which you can or cannot talk about. It doesn't matter. It's up to right. you. Yeah. Um, I think for the kids, I think the shirts, I don't think creating it was an issue for me, but I think, um, starting, like, getting them printed was, like, an issue for me. I just didn't know when I should get them printed. Um, there was an issue with, like, the warehouse where I was gonna get the shirts, um, before I got them printed. Like, we we john and i wanted to go pick it up instead of having them ship because it's cheaper but it turns out like they ended up making a, a shipping label for it and without and that was like without a payment so like it just didn't make sense there was some issues going on there and i was just worried that i wouldn't like get the shirts in time and like i didn't i super i was just super like stressed because um, I was worried I wasn't gonna deliver and like at, at least in a timely manner mm-hmm. like, I didn't want people to wait too long for the shirts either um, what else I feel like there was something else that was going on um, I think um, cause I, oh yeah I had the design uh, ready for months and I felt Again, it was an internal struggle with me. Um, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared that the design wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, I put it off for, like, two months. <laughs> and I didn't release it until... Oh, when did I release it? I think it was, like, April? April? Or, yeah, April? Like, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I just, I don't know, I think if I were to go back and redo it, I would have done it sooner, just to get more traffic, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, yeah. and I'm glad for the people that support it, so. For sure. Yeah. How, how, did you ever envision yourself being in this position? No. No? <laughs> Definitely not. No, I thought I'd be working, like, a 9 to 5 somewhere, like, I w- thought I was actually going to finish school and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a whole other roller coaster, and I'm super excited to be on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a uh, 
it seems to be a common thing um, with people who start things. Like, they never really know how they end up there. It just kind of happens yeah. in a way. Um, which is just really funny to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So going back to, like, for the kids, like, you know, the whole idea of it is to... It is an awareness thing. It's, it it's, it's, it's to bring attention. Yes. Right? Um, and just to reiterate, that that's bringing attention to... Um, um it's bringing attention to um well for our initiative in el salvador it was uh to promote um child safety yeah Mm -hmm. and like being able to give at least for our standpoint was to give children the ability to um do something within the arts without having to sacrifice um what is it? Um, using my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, oh no, I lost it. You want to give them opportunity? Yeah, yeah, pretty much wanting to give them opportunity. And um, so, like, they don't veer into like the violence because um normally it would be easy for for the children to just um give in to the gang violence because there there is gang violence in every in every part of El Salvador and it would be just be like there wouldn't there aren't any opportunities out there creatively in the schools to, um to have them like veer away from that so that was what for the kids was for mm-hmm. so it's, it's really bringing attention on like um and it might not just be el salvador but maybe even like just you know that whole world that like we don't see here in, in north america yeah. it's definitely shining light on like um third world kind of like issues yeah, yeah. um revolving around like children and, and gang violence and you know giving them the the opportunity to kind of explore the arts and kind of like exactly give them that warmth in a way exactly um yeah i think sorry i just had to no no worries yeah Yeah. um yeah no i think that's an amazing initiative and like the way you've gone about it is definitely like the right way and for the right reasons Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that's that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah um i think so i was gonna ask another question like this one is more for like um myself actually okay yeah and um and my thesis (laughs) yeah um do you ever what would you call yourself an entrepreneur at this point i don't think so yeah okay cool um i would say so too (laughs) um (laughs) but you know do you ever come do you ever think about like you know what you're doing now isn't you and you're kind of just doing it because it's ideal it's quote-unquote cool it's you know, it's it's profitable in in a way. Um, do you ever think that you're doing it for the wrong reasons? And do you ever think that like you've heard about imposter syndrome, right? I'm like, not. No, what no. Is so that? imposter syndrome is like um, when you're put into position when when you're like in this position and people know you for that position, but you don't actually think that you can fulfill that position. So you're almost like being f- um, you're fake about right. it, right? And you're being like. Fraud is a bad term, but like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're kind of not who you say you are, kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Do you ever think about 
that internally? Like, did you ever think about, like, in the entrepreneurial space specifically, like, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore? Or you think that you're doing it for the wrong reasons? Do you ever reflect on that ever? Mm. It could be no, like, you could, yeah. you know, you could have, like, never thought about yeah, that yeah, ever, yeah. right? I think not so much um, being a fraud, but what I consistently think about, like, whether I'm doing this for the right reasons. Um, I don't know. There, there are some days where I, I just, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's, it's strange because I feel like, I feel like I look into a lot of people's Instagram pages that that do calligraphy and um me wanting to be super cool like them because <laughs> I don't know it's I just feel like it's it's such a different world in the calligraphy world and um the people that make it just seem so cool to me and I, I just don't think I'm, I'm capable enough sometimes but um but that's only sometimes it's not all the time mm-hmm. and I think it's a good part of it me not thinking about it all the time is because I'm surrounded by people who are just like you you're talented and you're great and you have so much potential and um and there's it just helps to have people that believe in you mm-hmm. so I think, yeah, I think it's because being surrounded by all these positive and like-minded people mm-hmm. that I'm able to just be the person that I want to be and yeah. push for this, like, calligraphy thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, having a ton of fun doing it. Yeah, so. oh, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get your two cents on, like, um, you know, the realities of starting something. Like, I feel like a lot of people think that what what we do like as yeah. you know creators um or young entrepreneurs like a lot of people think that we're literally working and hustling like 24 7 and we're like yeah. we don't sleep we don't do anything else all we do is work yeah right um and that's very unappealing like when you say that to <laughs> yeah, someone no, else right sure. you know yeah. you know you obviously you don't want to be in that position no. right um you know what is your take on on starting something is it that you have to work 24 hours a day is it like what what is your reality around around it for example like just to give you an example like for me if someone were to ask me like you know how do you do this kind of thing right i always try to tell them that like it's not really about um how much time you're putting in like i don't i definitely don't work 24 no, hours a day not, you know yeah. seven days a week like yeah. i definitely procrastinate slack and like you know yes. i'm i'm sane yeah. like you know i have my sanity still yeah. right but I think um, what I do with my time is is much more executional than than I guess most people, right? Like I get I get things done in a timely manner, but the the things that I'm actually doing matter to me and matter towards like my vision and like you know what I want to do. So therefore, like no, it's not. I don't work like a, a madman, mm-hmm. right? I just work on the things that that actually matter. Yeah. Right. So that would be my two cents on it. Right. Um, just to make it a little bit more appealing yeah. right um what about you it could be like a suggestion or an advice like you know it's okay to take days off or it's okay to yeah. do this you know mental health stuff like that yeah no absolutely yeah. um 
for me, it it's definitely like being able to schedule things um, that you that it yeah like like you that is important um, and work on that in a timely manner as well. But um, another part of that is like I always I always tell this to John but it's to always take a break no matter what. Um, no matter how busy you are, just to always take a break because um, at the end of the day, you're just tiring yourself out and I'm not about that. I would rather save my energy and conserve my energy in a different way to be able to work harder and more efficiently um, when it comes to work that's more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like it. So yeah. always taking a break. Yeah. Or always think about your breaks. Always. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because for me, my my attention span is, attention span is really low. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm consistently taking breaks when I can yeah. just so that like I'm not just sitting there at mm-hmm. my desk doing nothing. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So your breaks are actually, it's not that you're not being not productive. It's, yeah. It's actually by taking the break, you are being more productive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to t- get your take on, like, um, like personal mental limitations. I feel like we've all gone through that. Like, everybody goes through that. Yeah. Like, um, but obviously you've overcome, like, a bunch of things, a bunch of mental limitations, you know, since you, you clearly started something, right? A movement, an initiative. And yeah, that that's not easy, right? No. It's not easy to to do that, and it takes a lot of time and like patience, and yeah. you know, it's it's something that you have to constantly be working on, right? Um, I want to know like what your thoughts are about like when when people kind of say when people start complaining and like they say like, you know, I can't do this because um, I don't know, I don't have money. Or like right. I can't do this because I have so much other work to do. You know what is? Do you do you believe that like, um, you know, if the cliche saying like if you set your mind to it, you can actually really achieve it. Like, do you believe in that? How much do you believe in it? Um, you know, what is your take on 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 that whole like subject? Mm, I totally agree with like when you put your mind to it, you can believe it like a hundred percent. Um, I just feel like, hmm. <laughs> like, is it like, do you think it's okay to have those excuses? I I don't think so. I think the more you complain, the more distracted you are from doing to actually getting stuff done. Um, and no matter how much work you have, it's, it's easily doable once you break them break it off into like smaller tasks because like looking at it as a whole it's it's a lot Mm -hmm. but once you break it down into like smaller like projects i guess it it just seems doable Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah no for sure yeah because something that i would definitely want to get across um with this whole leaving legacy initiative and breaking barriers is that you know i i want to hear people's like opinions um on literally breaking <laughs> breaking barriers like mental barriers yeah right um and uh, yeah i'm glad i'm definitely glad that you, that you said that um but yeah i de- yeah it's it's an issue <laughs> and i need to fix it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right um yeah so if you know t- 
talking about vision and mission like what do you what do you see in it for like for the kids like what's the vision Mm, the vision for that I think is to help people like flip their mindsets almost or help children at least flip their mindsets um especially when they're at that age where it feels like they can't do anything but to flip it around and make them believe that they can um especially because that initiative initiative is um at in third world countries it's like um and say El Salvador for example like the easiest thing is to do gang violence, but um, if there are other opportunities out there then that are like not violence oriented, but more like either to the arts or just any subject that they're interested, then have them just focus their mindset on that. Um, for for the longest time, though, like my mission with calligraphy in general. Um, was to like uplift people through how I write things um, no matter how pretty or how, no matter how ugly it is as long as it has an underlying message that people understand um, I just hope that it uplifts them when they're down or just if they need to pick me up um, that was usually my mission for anything that involved my calligraphy mm-hmm. yeah that's so like meaningful yeah it <laughs> like, is very <laughs> yeah yeah for for the longest time as well like uh I could remember right leaving notes for like roommates and stuff and and like just close friends like just to show my appreciation for them and I always think that that leaving those kinds of things in the world like just helps them like know that they're appreciated or like just know that they can just go on in the day, mm-hmm. like, or take on every day with, like, a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always my thing. Yeah. No, um, that's, that's, that's so meaningful. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that you live by, like, no matter what? It's, like, no questions asked. It's never budging or moving. Like, it's just something that you just live by. Oh, I never really thought of that. Um... Oh god. Uh, um well there was one that's just not coming up. Mm. <laughs> this shouldn't be hard. <laughs> uh oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um It could be a lesson to yourself, something like yeah. a teaching, um, something that you do every day. Um, yeah. Oh, I think like a lesson for like me emotionally um, that I've always lived by is to stop crying about something after two weeks because then after <laughs> that it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for me what that means is like time goes by 
and like you're still here you're still alive you're still doing things you're still going after the things that you want to do and at that time I was sad whatever like things happen and like it just like as time goes on it just doesn't matter Mm -hmm. anymore and if it was important then then it would come back or whatever or if I don't know I don't know how to put it but so basically yeah no like I think I know what you're trying to say um basically it's like even if you fail now or if you like fall down now does not mean that like you're basically a failure for yeah. life right yeah like think like time will kind of just heal everything and yeah. eventually yes and um you know just because of this one misstep doesn't mean that you can't get to like where you want to be essentially. yeah yeah i feel like that that was like the majority of my life mm-hmm. there was a lot of constant falling and tripping and like picking myself up, up afterwards mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially having like an older brother that like was to the t by the books and it was just hard to compete with that so <laughs> yeah there's a lot of constant battle yeah. battles of me falling down and picking myself back up yeah and like pushing forward yes yeah. Sp- speaking of like competition actually um yeah. you know how how important it is how it, is it important to you to be competitive at all or do you just kind of like laser focus on like whatever the hell you're doing i don't really care about anybody else kind of thing yeah pretty much yeah. like i don't it's not that I don't like competing, it's just, it's just not in my, my vision, my, my line of focus. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever, I just do me and hope, hope for the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I think that's important. Um, yeah, I think that's basically most of the questions that I had. Amazing. This is so cool, yeah. though. I like yeah. this. I like <laughs> that you're doing, it's, it's really sick. Yeah, it, it really, um, the thing that I started noticing is that it really gets people thinking about, like, why exactly are they doing whatever yeah, they're doing this is true. um because when you're put in the hot seat right like you kind of you have to know yeah right exactly um and it really like kind of grounds you back down into like really think about like oh yeah it's because of this or it's because yeah. of that kind of thing yeah right no, i appreciate um, it because like yeah. i i forgot for a while like yeah. I, I just never really think about it anymore so this is good to like look back and just talk about it mm-hmm. no i think it's uh it's good uh for sure for like both me and you i guess yeah yeah i definitely enjoy like hearing other people's like perspectives on things and stories even though for the for the most part like i feel like we all have like the same kind of like ideology around things but the way we go about it is like is very different right or like our our two senses like very different yeah right um so yeah no i appreciate it no i appreciate appreciate you like this is amazing yeah 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 so yeah so basically like 